to Dragon Talk, from Mount Paozu to the 28th Martial Arts World Tournament. This is a podcast about the manga Dragon Ball, while we discuss the different story arcs and how we felt about them. It's, it's like an overview of Dragon Ball, because we all, all three of us here, love Dragon Ball to some extent, and we feel the need to discuss it. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yes, most Pretty definitely. Much. Definitely. Let's, let's, uh, let's introduce ourselves. My name's Steven Corello. My name's Kyle Stoken. And my name is Rene Estrada Jr. There you go, Jr. I didn't know you were a junior. Yeah, I, I was a junior, yeah. That's that a Dragon Ball thing right wow, there. Wow, we are learning new things every day. Anyway, wow. let's continue on with the topic. So, Dragon Ball. Yeah. What, uh... Tell, tell, tell me about your guys' first experience with Dragon Ball. Where, where did you first encounter it? I think should, Rene should go first on this one. Ah, the first time I encountered it was the, oh, when I was young, young. really young. I remember how young? I don't know. A number, a number in the single digits. Single digits. Yeah, I remember Goku, little kid Goku, picking up a car thing, and then I think he picked it up, or he blew it up with like a dragon fire thingy. When you hear a dragon fire, the Kamehameha. There you go. I don't think he's ever seen. I've seen eh, part of it. Kamehameha wave. He blew that shit up. All right. Yeah. That's the first time. All right. Um, my first time. Um, for for those who remember, like me, remember if you remember the '90s when um, a group called Ocean View, which was a British company that originally did it. This was like before Funimation. We used to watch like pieces of Dragon Ball, and then it would jump to Z. So I do remember watching the show when I was very um, young myself. Oh man, I still remember elementary school with DBZ and what, stuff. Was it the Ocean Dub or was it the Harmony House Dub? I, th- I'm. S- oh, excuse me. I think it's the Harmony. It, it was the one bef- way before. It was the one where the got uh, the voice actor who did originally did a Vegeta also was Zex Marquis and Gundam uh, Gundam Wing. Oh. Because I know the original series Dragon Ball had Harmony Dub and that was heavily censored. Like Goku was always wearing whitey tighties. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. I mean, it's the one where they go, dragon, dragon, oh, rock the, the yeah, dragon. That's the, that's the, the uh, ocean dub for the DBZ. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the one I do remember when you know, you know, you're if you remember like me at my age, uh, cable was didn't have that much, especially for cartoons, and you would be rare to even you know, common, uh, Cartoon Network was a blessing in disguise, and having something like Warner Brothers doing a cartoon special and stuff would be hard to. F- it would be pressing for a kid like us, well, like me back in the day. But anyway, what was your experience, Mr. Steven? Uh, I remember it was at a time where the only shows I were interested in was like Barney and Friends <laughs> and things of that nature. Barney. And then I remember turning on uh, Cartoon Network, just going, I remember hitting channel 53, because that's what channel it was on for me. I think it was Cox. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it was 53, 53 back, at, yeah. you know, before they started going over Still 99. Still 53, actually. And uh, I remember seeing a badly beaten up guy with spiky hair fighting a giant monkey in the middle of the desert. And I'm like, what is this amazingness? I didn't know people, I could do that? It, it blew my mind. It, it opened up so many doors. Dragon Ball might have been my first anime, or DBZ anyway. Yeah. And it was definitely the ocean dub. Yeah. Back in the day. My god, yeah. I think it was a lot of people's first anime, too. Yeah? Yeah. They might have saw Transformers before it. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in the age of Transformers, and hi, and give yourself a gold stick star if you remember Robotech. Um, there's also Sailor Moon and a bunch of other stuff. You so you were an anime fan before Dragon Ball. Yes, yeah. I mean I didn't know it was anime. I mean just, it pretty much blew my mind when I found out it came from Japan, which okay. I was pretty ignorant. I thought you, you know, enjoyed shows that had that similar look, that style. Yeah, exactly. I mean, more or less. Uh, uh, if you, um, back in well, I'm not gonna try to sound like an old man, but it was really hard to find anime back th- even back then, unless you know some shows would pick it up and people would dub it. I mean, like I said, Sailor Moon, Gundam, Robotech, and a bunch of others didn't really hit mainstream until much later. Like in my teens, like oh my gosh, like middle school and high school, did it really catch on? Right. And I don't, for me personally, Dragon Ball, it's shaped a lot of how I do things. Like, what I enjoy today, that, that whole shonen type of anime, 
the the action adventure anything. Those are my favorite films in general. The the comedy juxtaposed. I said that word really bad. <laughs> the 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 humor with action. It's just I need that to enjoy things a lot of the time. It's 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 a reference point. It was made. It was a reference point made in my brain. Like a synapse is formed at that point, and it is shaped a lot of how I feel about things today. I gotta admit, yeah, I didn't understand base. I mean, I always thought that Disney was probably the best thing you would ever watch in existence for animation but then when I saw this rendition of Dragon Ball and later Dragon Ball Z let's just say my eyes popped out of its head of excitement going what? That's good. That's yeah. good. You should uh you should say something Renee. <laughs> I'm listening to you guys talk about your times and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, we should mention though. I barely have. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go through, like I said earlier, the we're gonna go through the manga story arc by story arc, and Renee has yeah. never actually done that. He's only ever seen Z. Yeah. So he's a punk that no one enjoys <laughs> being around because of that. I've just never got the chance to watch regular Dragon Ball. I didn't even know there was a regular Dragon Ball. Yeah. I gotta say that when I saw the, I thought the last episode of Dragon Ball is when they got the seven and. Uh, Oolong or like wished for underwear Man, or something. Spoilers. Yeah. Don't, don't spoilers. But my, but my point is that they stopped at some point and then they went directly to Z. Sorry, okay. folks. Yeah. So there's a large chunk of it that you missed out on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what you know? I didn't know like certain characters like Krillin, Tien, Chiaotzu, those kind of characters until they were, they were when I first saw DBZ. Yeah. I'm like going, I'm confused. I mean, who did Goku marry? That who's Chi Chi? I mean. Who is all these things? Bulma looks... Okay, she looks like Bulma, but... I mean, what's going on here? Why is they flying? I Why does this guy have aliens? I definitely watched the Z anime way before Dragon Ball. Before the, the Boo saga yeah. had shown on TV, though, they had uh, Toonami brought back Dragon Ball. That's, and that's, that's where, where it started, the Boo saga. Really. Yeah, that's where we were able to like, watch where it all began. Like, remember that? Toonami was great. Yeah, I didn't have Toonami back then or anything. No, that's why. Oh, my God. I didn't have yeah. cable Toonami was I had lit- basic shit. And I had to go to my cousin's house to watch Toonami and all that stuff. Your cousin was very nice, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Toonami was a yeah. For those who don't know, that Toonami in a way was its own religious experience when you well, when there's you Toonami now, so I'm pretty sure no people well, yeah, know. Toonami I mean, but back then, okay, back then, it was a block of cartoons for Cartoon Network, not for a Cartoon point. Network. It, ha- it came on right after school, which is what made it so popular. It had a lot of anime, but a lot of other action cartoons in general. Right. So Samurai the, Jack, the better cartoons, basically. Cyborg Zero Zero Nine, Gundam Wing, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, there was so everything that was awesome at the time. Detective Conan, was it there? Well, that was more Adult Swim, was it? A lot of people died there. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, Adult, yeah, I yeah, Adult Swim was more, you know, pointing to the more, uh, you know, older crowd. Case yeah, well, Toonami was trying to focus more on the, you know, the younger and teenager. That action, yes, action, yes, <laughs> yes. I there you go. That. That's your phrase. So anyway, Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon, Dragon Ball was created by the writer and artist, the mangaka. <laughs> the mangaka? Uh, Akira Toriyama. Ah, uh, Akira uh, Toriyama. Who was famous for, before that, Dr. Slump. It was a comedy manga. I've never actually read that. Me neither. I've never that heard... This weird. is the first time I've heard of it. For, okay. Whoa. <laughs> I talking about that little girl? The little Rayleigh, the yeah. little robot girl. She makes an appearance in Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. I do remember in the movie, the first Dragon Ball movie. Is she in the first movie? Yeah, she has a brief appearance, and then you see like her two floating things shock the... Uh, the Gatchins. Yeah, the Gatchins were the shooting Gatchins at this... The uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was like some kind of kung fu guy that was teaching Tien and Tats Chiaotzu the style of the crane. Fun fact, Arele appears in an episode of Dragon Ball, hmm. and she's in the, the fighting game, Dragon Ball Tenkaichi 3. I think I do remember she's reading that. She's one of that. the characters. Yeah. But, um, well, if you're like me, you probably remember Akira Toriyama as being the main artist from, That's right. all the, from the very first Dragon Quest game, all the way to the current ones. And, yeah, his style is definitely known. Of course, yeah, a manga artist and a game concept designer. Yeah, he didn't write any of it or program it, but he did do all the concept art. And, yeah, it pretty... I mean, that game skyrocketed. I mean, not because of his work, but, you know, it helped. And DBZ was known as, if not one of the best the best action cartoon of its time, maybe of all time. 
And I think my favorite thing I've ever heard Toriyama say is that when he started Dragon Ball, he had no idea how to draw action. <laughs> he was very scared about doing it. I don't chance. blame him. It you can be intimidating. Yeah, I mean, so he, it was like a Michael Jordan story. Someone telling him he can't do so, or oh, yeah. he, not being the best and then becoming the best. Yeah. It's that's. It's great. Yeah, yeah, very Michael and, Yeah, and it, for those who might be new to this, um, it did start in a magazine, weekly manga magazine right. called Shonen Jump. Shonen, weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah, weekly, weekly Shonen, Shonen Jump. Jump. There you go. But yeah, it wasn't introduced to America until much later, so yeah. He's America. super influential. Like any of the manga artists today, they all cite him as one of their inspirations. Oh yeah, for sure. Because that's just, everyone grew up on it. I remember reading an interview with Ichiro uh, Oda, the guy who does One Piece, saying him and his friends, I think it was Oda, it might have been Kubo who does Bleach. It was one of the two. But I think he said Oda before. It was Oda, where he'd go to school and every day his friends would argue what was more powerful, the Kamehameha wave or the Doden Ray. <laughs> and that's, I love that. That's the kind of thing, that's the kind of discussion I like having. Yeah. You know? Doden Ray. Doden Ray. I don't know what a Doden Ray is. Because you didn't watch Dragon Ball. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're reading it now. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. So, That's what this yeah. is. so Akira Toriyama is pretty much a very important person, especially when we talk about you know, well, he's the guy that created this whole thing, and that's why we're talking about. So expect us to talk about him a lot. So. Right. But now we will continue. Uh, from time to time. Time to time. Time to time. There's not a whole yeah. lot to say on the guy. Right. Yeah. You know, he's Japanese. He's Japanese. He has a son named Sasuke. That's cool. That's really? Great. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Sasuke is a popular um, name, too. The it building, is now. His studio is painted orange. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I love that. As it should be. Actually, so. um, on a side note, I actually read in a magazine, our, uh, review, um, it was a game th- thing, that what's so funny was that in Dragon Quest, uh, rumor has it that he was not getting any work done because he was playing nothing but Dragon Quest Three. So his wife had to physically take the game away from him to, you know, get him back to work. So that's a good wife. It's a good wife. Yeah, she knows what's important. Yes, like Dragon Ball. Like Dragon Ball. Exactly. Which is very important. Very, very important. Anyway, so let us continue. Let us continue. Dragon Ball, which is loosely based off of the Chinese story myth. That myth story. Very it's loosely It's based on the story of Journey to the West. Journey to the West. Very, very loosely based. Where it follows the Monkey King and the allies he meets along the way. Yeah. To some, I've never actually seen Journey to the West. Um, I've read seen, about it. Yeah. I've yeah. seen some renditions. Yeah, like, they actually had a mini TV miniseries about someone talking about, I mean, the characters from Journey to the West. It was kind of like a retelling of like Oz or uh, Alice in Wonderland kind of thing, but only if you're aware. Yeah, but it is an influential book that the Chinese people still follow today. I mean, it's still printing and stuff. There's an actual anime about it. And there's also an RPG based on um, based on Journey to the West. It's it is called Journey to the West. So isn't that the one with the crazy strong guy? This one that came out recently for the PS3. No, no, no. It's a PS1 game. I'm talking about. There's a PS3 one, but it's like it's like futuristic tech machines. Oh, yes. Yeah, with robots and stuff. Yeah, with robots and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's the same one that Andy Serkis' uh, company that did Heavenly Sword. Mm, yes. Yeah, that's right. I never played it, though. It looked kind of fun. Yeah. I didn't play any of those games. I don't have no idea. Yeah, but... Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Journey to the West originally was about a monk that wanted to take, a, I think, the Heavenly Scroll to the West to bring enlighten the West about Buddha or... I don't really. It's. I don't really remember. I've never read the book, but I do remember the synopsis. Like he meets Son Goku, and along the way they meet a pig warrior and a water sprite, and then they fight demons and then trying to make sure that they, uh, you know, complete their mission. I think fighting demons is the key to any good story, possibly. Well, Maybe. yeah, depending on Maybe. what folklore. I mean, there's you know demons, <laughs> uh, abominations. Let's make demons of bad guys in everywhere. Don't, don't disagree with me. Anyways, Dragon Ball. Yes. Dragon Ball. So we'll get on to the, the, the first chapter. Chapter one. Chapter one of Dragon Ball. Yeah. Now, going into it, you guys have any... Did you have any... Because neither of you have actually read the first chapter before. I've never read it or watched it. Before this podcast, no, I did not read the manga. I didn't even know it existed. Really? Well, I did a little bit. I'm just exaggerating a little, but yeah. I don't like that. Anyways. Well. (laughs) Yeah, I'm giving him the really stare right now. Really? 
Did you have any expectations going in? I thought I was gonna saw I was gonna see uh, Grandpa Gohan in the first chapter. Oh, he's not there at he's all. He's not there. Yeah. You? I wanted to. I, uh, you know, a lot of I was I was gonna look back on it and think, oh, I was gonna watch the first episode and again just uh, because, or you know, because because sometimes people take the mo- sheets of the manga and do it word by word, but. Let's just say when I got a few chapters as we go along, I saw a lot of surprises I did not expect. Right. So let's get into that then. The first yeah. chapter of Dragon yeah. Ball, well, it opens up on a young Goku going through the forest. That sounds like a dirty joke. Does it? I see more. Please, I see, yeah. I want, I want the no, I mean, it just sounds like the start of a dirty joke. Young Goku walks into the woods. Whoops. I'll show you my young Goku. So the chapter is titled uh, Bloomers and the Monkey King. Why is this? Of course. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why does this not sound dirty? That's everything. Of Japan <laughs> I know. I know. Let's keep house. going, sir. Keep going. So we open up on Goku, and he's look, he's taking care of household chores, as always. And it, you see that he's extremely strong for a tiny little body, and that's what's unusual about young Son Goku, who is our main character. Oh yeah. yeah. Even yeah. I mean, how old is he? Like. Uh, 10, 12 years older? Well, in the beginning, he, he says he's 14. Yeah. We find out later that he's not. So, spoilers. Yeah. My spoilers. fault. Yeah, uh, I didn't well, know that. Well, other than being a spoilers. tiny little boy with spiky hair who can punch trees to death, uh, what else would you say is weird about him? You mean other than his tail? His tail. You know Son what? Son Goku. Yeah. He has weird shoes and stuff. Like I don't... His shoes. He has weird fashion yeah. sense. Yeah, fashion stuff. But more than that, he has a monkey tail. What? And I expected that. Maybe, okay. Well, <laughs> seeing Z, you might have expected that. I expected yeah. it. Sorry, someone... Yeah, sorry, folks. You cannot see Renee do the air quotes of <laughs> sarcasm. And going into this in blind, someone who's never seen anything Dragon Ball would be like, oh, I guess people just have monkey tails in this world, but that's not the case. Yeah, you would, yeah, that's, yeah, if you were a newcomer never seeing it, you're going, oh, yeah, this, so this is starting off with monkey tails. Um, actually, Goku's outfit kind of reminds me of a martial arts kind of gi, so that's probably well, why. Well, I think that's I, exactly what it is, though. It's, yeah. a, it's a gi. Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. They, well, he says later on that Gohan, his grandpa Gohan taught him martial arts. That is true. Yeah. So we see that he prays to a Dragon Ball and refers to it as his grandpa. As we is, all should. Yeah. Now, we don't know what a Dragon Ball is yet at this moment, but we see it, and it's it's... But but it, it symbolizes that you know that Go, Grandpa Gohan has passed on and <coughs> excuse yeah. me and that the only thing he has to remember him is the Dragon Ball and that's why he prays to it. I mean a lot of it's like a respect thing. It's not yeah, like yeah. a deity thing. Yeah, it's not like a deity or he doesn't have a. It's like uh, the, I don't see a camera there and stuff. And later on, go, it's not like Goku can get a picture of his grandfather and stuff. So. Sure. The, I mean, yeah. The way I read it, it feels more like he he thought that the ball is his grandpa. You think so? That well, that's how I read. That's or maybe contacting right. a spirit. Right. I mean, that's people, what I always thought. I mean, people go to statues, pray to what they believe the deity or someone's crypt, and ask that their beloved ones be safe yeah, from like all. Yeah, pray to your family spirits for good luck or yeah. something like that. I mean, that's probably I get it. yeah. It's probably the closest thing to um, an actual tombstone as we get in this series because we don't actually see the burial site or did. Um, not to jump ahead, but do we ever find out how he passed on, or yes. just okay? Then uh, don't. <laughs> we are jumping ahead. Let's, yeah, we're let's gonna stay on this one. Okay, so then never from mind. From there, we transition to a young girl with blue hair. <sighs> Who's this, Renee? This is Bulma. Bulma Brief. Fucking Bulma. She is a sixteen-year-old super genius uh, on a mission. On a mission. And she is looking for. Pants. 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 Dragon Balls. Dragon right. Dragon oh, Balls. I thought it was her money clip. That's what this is about, right. Yes. It's, it's titled Dragon Ball, and she is looking, searching for the Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls. With a dragon radar. A radar to find Dragon Balls that she created yeah. herself. Um, by the way, if you've never seen the Dragon Radar, it looks like a stopwatch with some kind of, like, air, geometry, aerial, um, excuse me, not geometry, ge- geological survey kind of system, like, with real-time 
Um, yeah, it's got a little like LCD map on it, and yeah. it searches for it yeah. finds finds the energy signatures yeah. of the Dragon Balls and Shields, and it looks for them. Yeah, and for before and for those who are young and they're thinking, hey, we yeah we have those. It's called uh, smartphones. But you got to remember, this is probably when when was this manga first created? Like in the eighties, nineties, kind of early eighties. Yeah, because no one thought of the concept of the cell phone. So this was pretty much science fiction all around, but it had possibilities. So. Which is weird because the world of Dragon Ball also has like a super futuristic kind of feel to it. Mixed with prehistoric yeah, creatures. Yeah, prehistoric plus futuristic. Yeah. yeah. And that it's ends up, it's, you think they'd have cell phones, but very often if you ever see them using a phone, it's always with the landline. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is a world with big mixed of fantasy, magic, and technology. So, yeah. From Boma, we see Goku killing a fish naked, because he tends to. If you if you if you're worried about young naked boys, then this not might this, not be the manga for you because uh, Goku's naked quite a bit. That's kind of his thing. Ninety percent of the ninety percent. Well, good deal of the time around there. Yep, I'm guessing. But you know, it's yeah. How do you it's feel just, about naked boys, Renee? No comment. Okay, <laughs> he wants to keep that to himself. What? Oh, great! Now I hear sirens. The cops are coming for us, man. They're so coming anyway, for us. Goku's on his way with his fish that he killed, probably to eat. Most likely to. Most eat. likely to eat. Well, I'm I don't see him making sure. a canoe out of it. I'm yeah, surprised he didn't eat it right there. Uh. Well, cook it, man. even cook. even a guy that ha- even with Goku's appetite, I think even he has standards on how he wants to prepare his food. His health is just like down. I'm the sure street. he knows how to use yeah. fire. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so, he walks down the road. He walks down the road and is almost hit by Boma in her little car. And this is where our two main characters meet for the first time. Insert joke with uh, Volkswagen Beetles. Insert here. And of course, immediately, they're antagonistic. They argue with each other. And it turns out Goku has never seen a car before. Ugh. In fact, he's never seen another human being before other than his grandfather. Yeah, he thinks the car is a monster, and he mistakens Bulma as something else because he's, ne- like, like you said, he's never seen another person other than his grandfather. And that gives you an idea of the isolation he lives in. Just in the middle of the forest with nobody else. Yeah, yeah. of course. Which Goku. he seems just yeah. happy enough to do well, anyway. That's true. Well, he's he has a carefree happy. attitude. That's fair enough. Fair. Actually, this this part really surprised me here when Bulma's first reaction when her, yeah. her car gets tossed over. Bulma her... then, uh, after being attacked by Goku, who topples her car, he's very strong. Uh, she pulls out a gun and shoots him in the face. Yes. Yeah, you would. Almost... shoots this kid in the face. A child. Yeah. Which, if someone toppled your car and you had a gun, maybe that's an appropriate reaction. Yeah, but... No, I would talk like a civilized person. Would you? Yes, I would. If a small child flipped your car? I would have gone yeah. and just point the gun and said freeze, but, you know, I... I'm not a cop. They, they could have been a monster. <laughs> really? Still, oh, I'm, I'm just surprised that she, you know, as she... I mean, yeah, um, when you're hit... Right, bit, when you're... In a car accident, no matter what you are, you're kind of dazed. But yeah, but the way she reacts to him is kind of surprising. Like, you well, know. we should point out that Bama isn't the most mature person. She's actually just a 16-year-old girl. Yep, a she's really, not an adult. Really horrible 16. She's a horrible 16-year-old. Yeah, but we don't know that quite yet. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. I can tell from this one chapter. Okay, shooting a kid in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, she's pretty bad. I don't like this person. Um. How does Goku react to being shot in the face? Ouch. Ouch. So Ouch. Not only is this kid super strong, but he's bulletproof. Yeah, he even says right there that my skin is thicker than any kind of steel. <laughs> okay. Which I thought there was one kind of steel. You know, steel. But there's, yeah. there's different grades of steel. Uh, I don't know anything about grades, but whatever. Yeah, but the point is that bull- convention- normal conventional weapons will not work on Goku. So yeah. we have ourselves a little Superman. A mini super. I saw those connections. Yeah. yeah. All right, and I did see those connections, except yeah. for Krypton. There's no. Well, all right, all right, all right, all right, 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 right. We don't want this discussion to go right, out of control right, right. as a Superman versus Goku fight. Can we just move on? Yeah. So Bulma tries to appeal to the young little monster, <laughs> and and he doesn't realize that she's also a human like him. 
she actually calls it he calls her a fairy because you know he thinks it's all like sorcery and stuff and Goku he he then proceeds to to point and prod to figure out if she's in fact a human human poking her with his stick his power pole I can't pronounce it in the Japanese way let's just say power pole just to save time I don't know I can't say that can you say that do you even know what I'm talking about I my we'll Japanese stick, is they call it a long stick, stick so, in yeah, the chapter. They do call it a long stick. They just call it long stick. The, the stick of power pole, though, because yeah. that's the way it's known in the anime. Yeah, power, power pole, pole extend. Yeah. Power pole extend! Power, power I pole. really miss Goku using that power pole. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers, he stops using it after a while. Yeah. Well, I think the last time I saw him use it, it was in the movie uh, World's Strongest. Yeah, that was the last time. And then well, it breaks. So, but that we're jumping ahead, so let's yeah. continue. So, so okay, yeah. Goku notices something different about her, and that's the fact that she is a girl. Oh yeah. And he's like, "What's what's why are you so different? You seem you seem kind of soft and really weak, which is kind of sexist it, if that's what being a girl sexist, is." Yeah. But remember, I mean, Bulma. Uh, to be fair, Bulma doesn't look like a bodybuilder and stuff. No, she is soft and kind of. Also, Goku yeah. is like. He's a martial artist. He knows what strong is. But Bulma, more or less. Bulma's reaction is like, "Of course I am. I'm a girl. Like that's uh, uh, nobody likes Bulma. Whatever. Yeah. Yes, Bulma. Again, Bulma's an awful person. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. I'm. Um, let's just say common sense is not in her dictionary. Actually, a few things are out, left out of her moral dictionary. Indeed. So Goku reveals to her that he's never seen another human being before, let alone a girl, and he he mentions. That his grandpa Gohan told him if he ever were to meet one, that he would have to be nice to her. Nice to girls. Nice to girls. Specifically. Specifically girls. Yeah. And Goku is shocked by the fact that she doesn't have a tail. Yeah. And Which she she actually thinks that it's some kind of uh, cosplay thing. He, she does. She thinks it's a costume. I think it's weird that uh, because Grandpa Gohan, I'm pretty sure, didn't have a tail. Right. I'm she, sure he would have made some sort of... Uh, Maybe if you're young, and then when you get old, it when falls off or something. Old, falls off. Probably something like that. Yeah, yeah. or my grandpa go Or you know, he might think that you know, girls are not just different. Maybe girls never had a tail, or, which we don't actually know. Yeah. Or might you know, he might connect with someone else. Then she uh, proceeds to explain that her car is not indeed a monster; it is a vehicle, which is probably still a confusing concept to go yeah. through to begin with. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he's never used even a horse and buggy before. How is he going to concept? It's like a, it's like taking the DeLorean through the the mid, like a, the caveman years, and discover, oh my god, what the hell is this? Right. After that, After. Goku then proceeds to invite her to his house for some food, as he right. just caught a very large fish. Very large. And on the way back, he. Uh, oh, we forgot to mention how he caught the fish. He used his tail. He didn't use his tail. He fishes with a tail. He like fish with the tail. Monkeys yeah. do actually. They fish with their tails. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I didn't. Why didn't but you then know? I don't study monkeys. Okay. So let's move on. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, anyway, so they go in, he's about to... And as they come in, he lets his grandpa Gohan know by again praying to the Dragon Ball that he's brought a girl home. And that's when Bama notices the Dragon Ball. The Dragon Ball. The Dragon Ball. The Dragon Ball. What was her first reaction? She freaks out. She found a dragon ball. Oh, 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 yeah. What she's been looking for. And she tries to grab it. She does. And Goku's not very happy about it, but then she shows him that she also already has a couple of them on her. More dragon balls. And as we explained, Goku was a little confused by it, but she goes to explain that there's every dragon ball has a certain amount of stars on it. Red stars. Yes, and she explains that there is seven in total. And every ball has that amount of stars. The so one star, or two star, or three star. Yeah. We get it. The, and they're numbered. We get it. And Goku has the four star, and that yes. is very important for later on in yes. Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z fans. Grandpa Gohan is represented by the, the four, the four star ball. The four star ball. It doesn't really mean anything. It just has sentimental va- value to him specifically. He talks to the ball as if he's talking to Grandpa Gohan. He probably that's how that's how it is. That's how I see it. He doesn't fully understand the concept of death at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's still true. young and stuff. He's eating stuff and shit. He's very young. Yeah. So Bulma explains that she's searching for them. And, uh... Go on. Yeah. yeah. She's looking for them. 
And then we're introduced on when you collect the Dragon Balls. When you collect all seven, what happens, Renee? You get a wish. You get a wish. But from who? From who? From the great dragon Shenron. Once you collect all seven, you summon the mighty dragon, the, the mighty eternal dragon eternal Shenron. Eternal dragon yeah, Shenron. Didn't they s describe it as he was the king of all dragons as well? Probably. There's actually a couple of myths that kind of go through the series. But uh, it's the eternal dragon Shenron, and he will grant you one wish. Only one. Just one. But do you need more than one? Yes. I need three, like a genie. Genies. Only to prove genies are better than this dragon. Are they as cool as dragons, though? And they do they not try? And the dragon doesn't try yes. to screw you over with the wish either. First of all, the genies are voiced by Robin. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Every genie. Every single genie. And they have super cosmic powers. I want you to double check that. <sighs> Fine, I, I'll check it later. And get back internet, to me. Whatever. But Shenron doesn't mess with you, and make, like you said, he doesn't give yeah. you like the monkey. He spot. does. He does get annoyed, but he will respect his Shenron wish. Shenron gives you what you ask for, which is fair. Yeah, it's very fair. Mm -hmm. He's pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah, and he's super long. He is super long. He's a traditional Chinese dragon. Yeah, which means they have no end. It also means that they're more of a serpent body than it having wings. And actually, I like the horn designs. I know you can't see it, but if you look at his picture, folks. That he has kind of a There's kind like of antlers. a Chinese like mustache, long mustache, and not to mention antlers. Yep. I mean, I kind of like that kind of design, and it's probably mm. well known throughout Chinese mythology as well. Oh, by the way, Akira Toriyama is J Japanese, so please don't uh, don't try to mix and match between the two because you know we're talking about a Chinese myth adapted through a Japanese manga artist. So yeah, yeah, he takes a lot of uh, inspiration. Inspiration. From such things, like we all many artists do. So sure. anyway, continue. So Bulma then explains that after what, the Dragon Balls scatter, and that's why you, you have to look for them, which is a little important later. Mm -hmm. But for now, she explains what her wish is. Do you remember what her wish? It was she couldn't decide of two things: either to be eternally young or have a very beautiful the, boyfriend. The perfect boyfriend. The perfect boyfriend. Because when you're a sixteen-year-old girl. What else did you want? Which is the one um, thing I didn't I wouldn't judge know. from her. You didn't judge? Because she is a 16-year-old girl. Right. Yeah. And you to answer your question, Stephen, I don't think I've ever been a 16-year-old girl, so I can't really answer that. But, but, but I've the been most of the stereotype boy. was... Uh, you would want a perfect boyfriend if you could, Renee, right? No. Okay. Let's, let's not go there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Inappropriate talk aside. <laughs> Anyways. All right, so um, she tries to bribe him for the Dragon Ball. Right. And how does she uh, do that? She does probably the weirdest thing I've ever seen anyone do. I wouldn't call she it She tries weird. to bribe him with her used underwear. I mean, the yeah, underwear she's wearing To catch a peek of her underwear. To, no, to touch if you to want. To touch, okay. That's the second option. You, you can, can touch, touch it if you want, even. her underwear on her... Dragon Ball is, is a little per perverted throughout. A little perverted? And uh, Boma is trying to sexually entice him. Yes, a young, young, young boy. Yeah. What a horrible thing to do. She's 16 and she's making these offers. Yeah, that's. Uh... Pedo bear alert. Pedo bear alert. Whoa. I know, I know. Just roll with it. What? So, and I like Goku's reaction. Yes, he's, he's very immediately Confused. dismissive of the yeah. idea. Actually, I like this part, right? Why, why do I want to touch your dirty butt? Yeah. And she gives out this, like, <laughs> angry, pissed-off face. Oh, my God. I That's probably the best thing about this. You you don't di like Bulma at first, but the way that she, she and Goku play off is very comical. Because Goku's very pure and naive while she's very scheming and... Just horrible, horrible. Just a horrible, horrible. But person. they play off well, and she's not horrible. Um, she's a nice, she is she's horrible. not a bad girl. She just she's willing to do whatever it takes to get what she wants, which is an admirable character trait, I suppose. Um, more I of still a, see her as a horrible it, person. More of an interesting flawed character trait, but you know, but it makes her interesting. Now, there's one more detail of, about the dragon she didn't leave out: is that they're scattered because. Every time you make a wish, the drawing will scatter to all across the earth. But she doesn't tell him she that. She doesn't tell him that. So that means if she gets to make her wish, Go Goku will lose the four-star Dragon Ball that once belonged to his grandfather. The only keepsake yeah. he has in the world left to him from his grandfather will be gone. 
Do you see how horrible she is? I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if she gets better throughout the thing, but she right now she's does. a horrible person. Right? Um, yeah, At throughout the, the Yeah, she kind of does, but, you know, young Bulma, you just hate. Yeah. It's kind of like a curatorial. I don't, I don't know if I I ever liked Bulma. I don't think, I don't hate her. I just, I, she like is, her. she's kind of a bad kid, but what teenager isn't mostly selfish? Um, I don't know. I wasn't when I was a teenager, but then Kyle again. was very selfish. Oh, he was most selfish. completely selfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My parents would disagree with you on that, but then again. You know what? They're not here to defend you. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and, and by the way, folks, this is uncut. Uncut? As this in we podcast. cut everything. Yeah, we're going to cut most of the things we say. Almost everything. Anyways. What's next? All right, they, she explains the dragon radar. She explains the dragon radar and how she uses it to find dragon mode. But then she also pulls out an interesting piece of technology. Yeah. Which is what, exactly? The the capsules. The capsules, of course. The, the poi-poi capsules. The poi-poi capsules. Now you're asking what do capsules have to do with anything? Yes. Well. With these capsules, you can store anything in a very tiny amount of space. The now, that kind capsules, of technology will make you famous. Yeah, they click a little button. It would make you famous and rich. Huh. Hmm. Huh. So these little capsules, you click the button on top and you throw it, and whatever's inside just poofs like magic out. And in one of these little capsules, she has a bike, a a motorcycle, right? Yeah. Sure. Ready to go. Oh, and yeah, and you can insert your own Doctor Who joke here. And can I say, I love the way Akira Toriyama drives, uh, draws, not drives. Drives. He might I mean, drive really yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know. But driver, his maybe. vehicle designs are actually pretty impressive. They're I very just, round yeah. and space-like. Yeah. Kinda, they're, they're cartoony, but in the best way possible. Because they're, they're still very detailed. Yeah. yeah, he is. But then again, I kind of think that they, he had to make his own designs. So, you know, copyright infringement, you know, because most companies do that. But Probably. It, yeah, but, I mean, his designs are unique enough that, you know, it's pretty... You can say, hey, I can probably make that if I wanted to. And you notice a lot of his drawings don't have a lot of backgrounds. I noticed that. Now you, you mention it. Yeah, he definitely likes a lot of white space. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> He's, he's, you're very concentrated on the characters themselves. Yeah. And I don't, one thing that I know about manga in general is that comedy gag mangas aren't usually used with the best artists. They're just the point of them is being funny, not so much being the best art around. So that's where he came from. So maybe in this case that's why he, his backgrounds are so lacking. Not yeah. that it's a bad thing. His drawings are yeah. phenomenal, I well, think. The, yeah. the it could round. be that he just wanted to focus on the characters so much. Focused. Yeah, a lot of traditional mangas, especially ones I used to read when I grew up, had a lot of design, not just a lot of detail and the concept, but also a lot of detail in the background, foreground, and all the back characters and everything. So, But it works for Kira Toriyama's way because he's more character-based than... There is backgrounds... But he, he just wants you to focus on the, what's the situation and everything else. Sure. And I just noticed right now, uh, within the same chapter, Goku's clothes changed from blue to orange. Yeah, I just... Now you mention it. Yeah. yeah. Did he change or something? Yeah, he mentions in one of the, in the interview in a... I think it's called Daijin Zoo 2. It's a book that's collecting a collection of all his artwork, his colored artwork. Right. And I own it. It's released by Viz. It's only Daijinju. I can't pronounce that. Some word. Japanese yeah. thing. Yeah. That was released in the U.S. And at the very back, there's a an interview with him, and he says that he's always changing the character's colors. He always he doesn't write down what color is what. He just whatever sounds good right now. Whatever's fine. Yeah. So which that, is fine. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's fine. Makes it more interesting, actually. Does it? Oh, I I forgot about the monkey, kind of in the background too. Yes, monkeys are great. Uh, monkeys. Yeah. So, well, while they're driving uh, with the motorcycle, you know, Goku kind of freaks out. He doesn't know how to comprehend this. Yeah, it's probably faster than he's ever gone in his life. Yeah. He actually quoted that. He actually said, this thing is going faster than I could run. Yes. And so we have an automatic stop. Bulma kind of looks at the breeder with this shock look. And as she says... She says that she has to pee. <laughs> Yeah. So she she runs off into the forest. Oh, and Goku's confused as why she didn't do it right there. Right. And Remember, think, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't, under- 
he doesn't know about the human genitals or anything like that. He does not, but while she's gone, he hears her scream. He goes to check on her, and what do we find? Pterosaur! Terrorize! Some monster pterodactyl thing. Who talks? Who talks? That was really weird, actually. Which, in Dragon Ball... Isn't... A lot of... Yeah. There, there are talking animals. And then there are not talking animals. And there's also anthropomorphic animals, too. And like, I've seen, that. like, tigers, bears, and upright positions having I think the jobs. president of the central city is a cat, a blue cat a with blue a mustache. cat. Mustache. Yeah, um, I know we're skipping ahead, folks, but we just got to, you know, nothing is 100% consistent. Like, certain creatures will talk, others don't. And it's never really broadened on. The, it's addressed. never brought up again. It's never, uh, yeah. It's never addressed. Addressed. It's never addressed that there's talking animals. If you're going to have talking animals, I was going to say you might as well make them some of your characters, but he did just that. Yeah, um, that's exactly totally what he did. spaced and forgot. There you you go. know what? Don't listen to me. Why are you listening to me? <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes um, anyway. Actually, now that I think about it, and then I looked at the, at the giant pterodactyl, I forgot to mention he was also the concept artist of the whole, the entire project of Chrono Trigger. That's right. Yeah, that's oh. why I was like thinking about it for a second. I'm like going, oh yeah, he did Chrono Trigger, where you know you, you go between timelines, like right. you see the future, you see the dinosaurs, you see the medieval worlds. Yes, and uh, people love that game, don't they? It's considered probably the top ten favorite RPGs list of all time list. Yay! Yeah. And uh, so it's up to Goku to save Bulma. Yeah, so she had the pterodactyl ties him up, uh, Goku up, and then flies off to go have himself a snack. Goku manages to pilot the little mo- motorcycle. With exactly go. not with ease, but yeah. Which uh, is pretty good for someone who's never driven anything before. Yeah. yeah. I was and surprised he could find the, the gas pedal or anything like that. Right. You, think, you think he'd be too small. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So okay, he yeah he jumps. Okay, he he drives the vehicle off a cliff to attack the pteranodon. He he's about to fall, and then suddenly we know another thing about Goku. We did not know about his, his arsenal. Uh, his little power pole. Power pole. Yeah. The Neubol. Or power pole. Let's just. It's a it. uh, it's a staff, folks. It's a staff. It's a red it's a staff. staff. They can extend. It can extend. It can stretch. It can change length. He extends it after jumping off of the motorcycle, after flying into the air. As he would. And he hits the, the pterodactyl so hard, it breaks his crest off. Like he, I think it even kills him, too. He might have killed the pterodactyl. He hit the neck pretty hard. Yeah. Which is probably his intention. Uh, yeah, But you remember, survival of the fittest, you know, kind of thing. I mean, the kid may be naive and pure, but he's not exactly, uh, you know, subtle when it comes to hunting. So everyone falls down to the ground, and everyone is safe for the most part. I like the whole crane pose on Goku. I didn't notice that until now. Also, Bulma pisses herself. Yeah, so she... Yeah, <laughs> well, she had to pee. She did have to pee. Yeah, on, but man. then again, she was scared as, sh- as shit to be she doesn't have kidnapped pants, by a Tyrannodon so and then fall how many feet? Like 20, 40 feet? About to die. He throws his power... Then Goku throws the power pole, stopping her from falling, and she's just peeing her pants. And she even yells, I've peed my pants! Exactly. And uh, anyone would, though. Well, yeah. Um, would you... I would I would pee my pants. But would you explain I would first it? take off my pants so I don't get my pants wet, and then I would Would pee. you explain But then again, she's wearing a skirt, so she just... Exactly. Yeah. Well, after that, we're left with a message from our, our narrator... Oh, narrators. And so Goku and Boma begin their great adventure. What lies for them ahead? Get excited for the next chapter of Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. And there we have the first chapter of Dragon Ball. First chapter indeed. So, so our thoughts? Yeah, final, final thoughts on this first chapter. But Renee, you can go first. Uh, I hate Boma. Hate Boma. And uh, Goku's pretty cool. Is he? It, it, he is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. He's bulletproof. He's bulletproof, that's true. Which reminds me of Superman. It does remind me And that's of always cool. Probably got <laughs> that's a little, what makes him cool? That's what makes him cool. He reminds you of Superman. I wonder if a little bit of the, this got kind of inspired by a little bit of American comics like Superman. I mean, he has been a long... Oh, I think Superman both, has been a character. Okay. I think they just well, inspired just, themselves. Let's, each let's other. Save, anyway, yeah. Let's save the Superman talk because that'll be relevant later. Yeah. Yes. The yeah, anyway, yeah. But anyway, you were going to say, CJ? About oh, what well, you, that's what I'm going to say. 
This is that's, we'll save the Superman talk for later. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about. But what did you think of the mo- oh, what gar- think? chapter? You want to go? You want right. to go? As Please, a, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> As a Krillin fan, I give this a zero out of ten because it absolutely has no Krillin. No, but Easy other than the first part of a Dragon Ball as a Dragon Ball adventure or even a story in general, I rack it pretty high as a 10 out of 10. I'm not giving a rating here. I'm just trying to be funny. But uh, the story gets you hooked in and and it, it acknowledges that it's a comedy with a little bit of drama, lots of action, martial arts, and it definitely doesn't have a genre. You know, It's a fantasy, but it's a bit of a sci-fi it's a bit of everything. It's got a little everything. Yeah. yeah. It's basically now, it's basically well, an all-you-can-eat buffet of manga. Let me ask you this. Say we, we didn't have to read this for this podcast we're trying to do. Say you've never heard of Dragon Ball before. Do you think you would have kept reading after this one chapter? Out of curiosity, um, maybe. You know what? Yeah, I probably would have. Good. I, I read a lot of manga, and then I wait until it gets good or... If yeah, it's you, immediately you good or have something. a lot. Yeah, high tolerance for crap. I, <laughs> I do have a high tolerance for crap, and I can read really fast for some reason. For some reason. For some reason, I read manga chapters in just incredibly quick. Yeah. Okay, well, and for you, all your ladies, Renee will have all his anime manga posting on his Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kyle ladies. I just called you out. Called you a nerd. <laughs> yeah, he did. You know what? That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> this is, this is a so safe ladies. place. This is a safe place. This is a safe place. Anime, manga. Not, not the physical place that we're in, but the, the oh, consensual well, this place. This is totally dangerous. Yeah, oh. We, we, we'll top we'll of probably rooftop. die as we leave yeah. this building. Yeah, I can see the torch and the pitchforks right outside. Uh, but yeah. in, in within the podcast, it's a within safe place. Within the podcast. Yeah. Talk about yeah. manga, talk about anime, to talk about... Future crimes. We don't oh, know. We Dragon Ball. Yeah, we well, never, Dragon Ball. That's what I mean. Yeah, we yeah. never went to you, Stephen, about what you thought of the first. Oh, I love Dragon Ball. I love everything Dragon Ball. I this. That's a bit much. Uh, you don't even know. I, it's it's kind of my favorite thing ever. So you're saying is I, that you're a fan of Dragon Ball? Am I correct? I think you might be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love sarcasm. Sarcasm. Anyways. Yeah. So. We hope you enjoyed this. Whoa, whoa! Uh, you <laughs> no. Well, I didn't. Uh, well, what do you want to talk about then? I mean, nothing specific. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's go um, a little more into this chapter. See what's up. Um, I mean, I really, I did enjoy the thing and uh, the first chapter reading it, and I saw. I read the second one just to be, and it is. And hey, the pacing whoa, changes. Hey, you know what? Don't, I'm not going to... Don't ch- mention the second one. We'll yeah, let's not, let's not mention we'll the second one. We'll save it for next time. Yeah, I have a few opinions about that one, but we'll, we'll save we it for the, next time. Into the story arc. Yeah. Uh, any future hopes for Dragon Ball? Maybe. I hope he finds some sort of form that turns him golden almost. You know what? You need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Spoilers. I mean, you've never read Dragon Ball before. I've never so read do you, Dragon Ball. Do you have so. any idea what to expect? Honestly, I have no idea. I'm guessing the characters that came out on Dragon Ball Z, like Krillin. Krillin which, will show up. Yeah, I like him better nowadays. But uh, I heard Piccolo was an enemy or some shit like that. Yeah, that's a long story, but we'll, we'll talk. We'll yeah, we'll, get, we'll as get there. As we get further there. along, we'll yeah. explain more of Piccolo's character. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. And uh, for the next episode, we'll be specifically just talking about chapters. Yep. Yeah. Instead of most a whole, of the time, a whole story arc. Yeah, a whole story arc instead yep. of just one chapter. This is an introduction. We're getting a feel for this. We've never made a podcast before, so we're learning. Well, we made one. We're learning as we go. <laughs> we're yeah. learning as we go. Yeah. Yeah. This is technically my first podcast. Yeah, it's Kyle's first podcast, the Just for Kyle podcast. <laughs> it's the Kyle Show. Da, 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 da. It's the Kyle Show. Okay. It's me. <laughs> Sorry, me. Uh, Kyle. Ah, oh, fuck. No singing. <laughs> No singing from Kyle. I don't think any of us should sing. I think it's now uh, a state requirement. I don't sing unless there's a death penalty involved. (laughs) Right. I agree. So, uh, any any other thoughts they feel need to be said about Dragon Ball? Well, Um, if you never read it, check it out. I really do recommend it. You know, even if you um, never read a manga or you want something different, but you've never read anything... If you read all the new stuff, 
you know, the stuff that just came out, like the new Bleach or One Piece or, you know, whatever you go, take a look at some stuff from the past and see where, you know, a lot of these famous people like Akira or Toriyama did start. I mean, yeah, you just mentioned the manga. Uh, what was that manga called again? Dr. Slump. Yeah, Dr. Slump. And just see how something evolved from one thing over another and how they got famous for it. And I will guarantee you one thing that Dr. Slump is going to be the many of Akira Toriyama's creations so that's not going to just have a cameo. Right. Uh, Renee? Oh. Renee? Any, any that was a mouthful. Uh, I'm hoping Boma gets better as the story progresses because as of now, I, I really don't like Boma at all. At all? At all. At all. At all. She can die. <laughs> that's kind of, that's <laughs> that's kind kind of, of dark, man. I'm I mean, a dark person. Don't worry about it. I feel like we're talking about um, Till Dawn. You know that PS4 game with the with the month with the with the slasher killer thing oh, and stuff. And I know this game. The first game that you mentioned that I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that aside. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see your guys' thoughts because I've read this. I've watched this. I've lived this. You mean you went out with your. Uh, orange key and try to do a Kamehameha with your uh, monkey tail? Yes. Interesting. Um, um, Garcage, one straight jacket for Steven, please. Uh, the worst joke. Anyways. <laughs> that's probably bad for levels, huh? No clapping from now on. Well, unless uh, you want to clap You're the it, only one who claps. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much for listening. If you did, I'd love to know if someone made it this far into the podcast. Yeah. That'll be a surprise. Yeah, if you have, congratulations, you're in. We we uh, hopefully we'll have them be better as we go. Yeah. This is a new thing for us. Yeah. So we gotta you. learn to tweak it. You know. Yeah. Learn how to do this. Yeah. Really. Thank you for staying tuned, and we hope to hear from you again. Or not hear from you, but we hope you 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 enjoyed this, and we let's hope let's that get that off right. You there, will enjoy more future projects. All right. Thank you. Goodbye.